to the Fantasy Shed On Air podcast. Everything you need to win your league. And now, your host, Rich Piazza. And the day is finally here. It is draft day for the NFL. And if you're a football fan and you don't like the NFL draft, I don't know what's wrong with you. The NFL draft, the NFL in particular, does their drafts better than any other sport there is. They pump it up. Fans are talking about it for months prior. And it's just, it's amazing. I mean, they made it a three-day spectacle, really. You just have the first round on one night, and then you come back the next night with two more rounds. I think it's awesome. And I want to discuss some things about the Jets here. New York Jets only. That's all we're talking about right now is the New York Jets and what they could do this evening at the draft, what they might do, what you're hearing about, some names that you're hearing about, some trade rumors that you're hearing about. And I want to speak specifically to the fans who are dead set on not trading back. And they're out there. You're out there. I belong to social media, New York Jets fan pages, and, and I see Jets fans on Twitter. I'm one included, guys. And there are many people who don't even want to talk about moving back in this draft. And that's very interesting. We have names at three. Who? Who are we looking at? Nick Bosa, Quinnen Williams, Josh Allen. Everyone's love child, apparently, is Josh Allen. Ed Oliver, who's the talk of the week. Mike McCagnan likes Rashawn Gary. So what do they do? I hear a lot of things. And I'm going to downplay some of these players, not because I don't like them, but because I think you just have to be aware of certain things and why not entertaining a trade-down package would be silly. Nick Bosa, arguably the best player in the draft. Some have Quinn Williams there. I actually have them like 1-on-1A. Nick Bosa is NFL-ready. You plug him in as your as your starting end, without a doubt. But he does have injury concerns. But I still hear people say, if Nick Bosa's there, you make the pick. And that would be the smart thing to do. I think you could say that with any of them. I think Nick Bosa and Quinn Williams, who's not even a, a major fit or a major need for the Jets, you could say, if they're there, you make the pick. But they're going to be there. One of them is going to be there. But you have to listen to what other teams want to give you for that pick. Everybody wants a quarterback. Everybody needs a quarterback. Teams go crazy for quarterbacks. And if they want a guy that bad, you could fleece somebody in order to get them to move up. You have to entertain it. If Mike McCagney is on the phone right now with somebody and they're saying, oh, well, if Nick Bosa is there, don't bother calling. That would be irresponsible because you're a team that is starting to move in the right direction. You're starting to do some things really well. We have a franchise quarterback that we all believe is that guy. We signed a superstar running back. You improved the defense. You're making strides, but you're not there, and you still have a lot of needs. And that's why you need to acquire more picks and get more players in there. Not saying that he's going to hit on all these guys. We know Mike McCagnon's track record drafting in the second round. But that doesn't mean that he can't draft this year in the second round, which as of now, we don't have a second round pick, and actually hit on somebody. you got to get players in there. Nobody knows what the Jets are going to do right now. I've heard a lot of expert analysts on ESPN and NFL Network and all these 
and all these radio stations on Sirius XM, and they don't know what the Jets' plan is. They know, and we know, that they would like to move back. They would like to get some more picks. They gave up three second-round picks last year to get Sam Darnold. It worked out. We think it's going to work out. But now we would like more picks back. And they're in a good spot to do that. How much do these teams love these quarterbacks? Even if they're subpar compared to past years, these teams want to get that guy, their guy. Look at the teams we're talking about who have been rumored or linked with these quarterbacks. The Oakland Raiders, John Gruden and Mike Mayock. Derek Carr is not their guy. They didn't draft him. The New York Giants, they could say what they want about Eli Manning and how many years he has left, but if you watch football, you know. The Denver Broncos, yeah, they traded for Joe Flacco, but he has three years remaining on his contract with a very high salary with nothing guaranteed. Miami Dolphins, right now Ryan Fitzpatrick is their starting quarterback. Washington Redskins, Alex Smith's career is in jeopardy, and he's getting older. And Case Keenum is not the answer. And don't believe anything you hear about Colt McCoy. So they're in the mix. Cincinnati Bengals, new head coach, Andy Dalton, with two years left with nothing guaranteed. These teams with these new coaches, they want to bring in their own guy now. So teams could be desperate. You have to listen to what they want to give you. You cannot just sit here and say, if Bosa's there, I'm picking. If Quinton Williams is there, I'm making the pick. You can't hang up on these people. And that's why I think it's irresponsible when I read and I see Jets fans say the same thing. I'm staying at three no matter what. If both is there, I'm making the pick. I don't care. That's irresponsible. What can we see today or, or this evening tonight here in round one? Well, the Frank Clark one's off the table. That was rumored one with the Jets. They wanted number three, but they sent him to Kansas City, so that's no longer an option. I'm glad the Jets didn't make that deal. They gave up way too much. I'm talking about Kansas City. So what are we going to do? Again, Jets fans, this is mainly for you. I'm talking to you guys who are dead set on not trading out. We need a stud, they say. We need a can't-miss edge rusher, they say. Josh Allen is that guy, they say. And I'm curious as to how many of these fans that are saying this have watched these games. Seriously, how many that are set so set on Josh Allen, have watched his games at Kentucky. Watching YouTube highlights isn't the same as watching tape or watching the games. And please do not mistake what I'm saying here, or about to say. I love Allen. And if he's their pick at three, I'm fine with it. But again, I'm talking to the Jets fans that don't want to hear anything about trading out, regardless of what becomes available. Now let me get back to Josh Allen. Since he is the name that most fans are clamoring about, Maybe outside of Bosa. NFL.com has a comparison of Allen to Anthony Barr, who we all know the Jets signed and then they didn't. And I'm not comfortable with that comparison because I think Allen is actually a better pass rusher than Barr. And yes, I'm well aware of how Minnesota uses or doesn't use him. But let me tell you some numbers. I'll do a little bit of a blind comparison here. All right, but I'm going to give you a little spoiler because I'm going to compare two players and one of them is Josh Allen since that's who we're talking about. I'm not going to say which one. I'm going to speak to both players in the present tense. Another hint. Player A, entering the draft, is 21 years old in 10 months. 
His height is six foot four and a half inches. His weight is 260 pounds. His 40-yard dash is 4.68, and his vertical is 35.5. You don't have to write this down. I'll recap when I'm done. Broad jump was 10 feet, 4 inches, and he benched 37 reps of the 225 pounds. His 10-yard shuttle, which I think is a better measurable than the 40-yard, actually, for this position, was 1.56. That's player A. Player B. Entering tonight, he's 21 years, 10 months old. Six foot five, 260 pounds. A 4.63 40-yard, uh, a 33.5-inch vertical, and a 9.10-inch broad jump. He benched 28 reps of 225 pounds, and his 10-yard shuttle was 1.59. So I'll recap a little bit because I know if you're listening, you change all you're not writing this information down. But player B is one inch taller, and they're the both the, the same weight. Their 40 times are pretty much the same, except player B had the edge by five thousandths of a second. Player A had a two inch advantage in the vertical jump and a six inch advantage in the broad jump. Player A completed nine more reps on the bench, which is considerable for a defensive player. And player A also had a better 20-yard and 10-yard shuttle. I didn't mention the 20-yard before, which is a better measurement than the 40 in this case. Who am I? I gave you a spoiler. One of them was Josh Allen. That's player B. The one that everyone's raving about is a can't-miss stud. Again, just playing devil's advocate. Player A, the one with the similar... Yet, better measurables, now I'm going to use a, a word that might give this away a little bit, was also a physical specimen, an athletic freak, and a can't-miss stud. Except that we did miss on him. Everyone missed on him. He was a projected top-five pick that fell into our laps at number six. Do we remember who that was yet? It's Vernon Golston. Arguably one of the Jets' biggest draft busts. And it's not their fault because these things happen. Everyone was high on Vernon Golston. You could line him up on the outside. He can put his hand in the dirt. Read the scouting reports for both of these players. It's eerily similar. My point is this. These players that we're looking at tonight, that we're talking about who to draft who they should and shouldn't draft, why they should or shouldn't move back. These players are prospects. We don't know what they are going to be like in the NFL. That's what makes this great. And for a team like the Jets that have so many holes to fill, and yes, we're on their way. We are. They're making some really nice additions. They're filling holes. I really like the direction that they're going. But trading back and getting more picks or trading for another player and getting picks, in my opinion, is the right move. I just talked about Josh Allen, but I can I can give you concerns on all these guys because not any of them are perfect. And I don't think anybody expects them to be perfect. But I'm not going to get into all of our potential draft picks and what, what's, you know, what's wrong with them. 
So what are some options if we do trade back? Tough question. You hear a lot of rumors, a lot of whispers about teams that want to move up and around the board. Who might be available there? Obviously, we've all heard the Giants in pick six. And a lot of people say it's unlikely that the Giants are going to trade with the Jets. And I don't think they will. I don't think the Giants are in love with any of these quarterbacks. At least all indications are they aren't. I mean, you've heard Daniel Jones' name out there, but you're not trading up to three for Daniel Jones. That would be silly. So what would the Giants have to give up to get to three if they wanted a Dwayne Haskins or if Kyler Murray happens to fall? Well, the Jets gave up three second-round picks. And that was only because it was way before the draft. And they just happened to have two second-rounders last year because of the, uh, I think it was the Sheldon Richardson trade. And if we're using the updated trade value chart, which, yes, teams do use. It's not the end-all, be-all, but teams still use this chart as a guide, a trade guide. But chances are the teams are going to overpay, especially when it comes to quarterback, which is what the Jets did. If you use that chart, they actually overpaid last year, but it didn't even cost them this year's first-round pick. Now, for the Giants, they don't have two second-rounders. So it's going to cost them number six, next year's first, and probably pick 37. Maybe the Jets kick back a a third or fourth-round pick in order to get that second-round pick and make things balance out a little bit. But that's what the Jets want. They want that second-round pick back, and then some. And then you have next year's first-round pick, and depending on the Jets or what they feel, you know, how the Giants might do, they either can keep that, or maybe they look to package that and move back into the first round later on if there's somebody else. But that would be one of the best cases or best-case scenarios for the Jets. Who could be there? There's a chance that Ed Oliver will be there. There's a chance that... Uh, Devin White will be there, Brian Burns, Rashawn Gary. You're still getting a top defensive player in this draft at number six if you go ahead and make that trade. One of the more talked about possible trades is with the Washington Redskins, and I don't personally think this will get done. I don't think they have enough to move up that high. And from a Jets standpoint, moving back from fifteen to from 3 to 15 is a little bit too much. You can still get probably a top offensive lineman or a corner that you like at 15, but I don't think Washington has enough to entice the Jets in order to do that. I'll be surprised if that actually happens. And what I mocked on my final mock, I actually had the Jets moving back twice, highly unlikely, but in my first one, I think this actually has a really good chance to happen. That's Oakland, who picks at number four. Right behind the Jets. They could be willing to move up one spot to get their guy that they like. And that could be a quarterback or not. They have two other first-round picks. I'm not saying they would have to use one of them, but you would probably have to give up the second round, which is pick 35. Yeah, you make that trade. You absolutely make that trade. If Oakland's willing to give you pick number 35 to move back one spot, and there will still be fans who will say, Oh, but Oakland drafted Josh Allen with that pick. That's who we wanted. No. You'd make that trade. you make that trade. You're still getting a top prospect at number four. And then, of course, you're getting another good player, very good prospect at number 35. So that is a trade that you make. I think that trade actually could get done uh, this evening during the draft. 
Now, I also tweeted, um, now I also said in my mock draft, I'm sorry, I said in my mock draft that the Jets would move back again with Denver to number 10. I think Denver moving up is a possibility as well. Now you're hearing that Chris Harris's name is being floated around as a possible inclusion in a, in a deal to move up. He wants more money. That could happen. And that's why I actually mocked both of those is because I know the Raiders really like Haskins and I know that the Broncos really like Drew Locke. And with the other teams looking to move, Denver, if they really like him enough, might be forced in order to do that. And that's why I had the Jets moving back twice. Very rarely do you see that, but that was my thinking behind it. And then in Denver's case, they'd have to give up, obviously, pick 10 next year's first round, probably one of the second rounds, or maybe even a couple thirds. So depending on how much they are in love with this guy, um, would remain to be seen. Now, what about this one? I tweeted this out the other day. And I haven't heard much of anything on it, but the Bengals. Some reports have them wanting to move up, and others have them saying, no, they want to stay where they are, or at least for a quarterback. I actually had a moving up, but it wasn't for a quarterback, but maybe now they do. You have a new head coach. You have Andy Dalton, who I happen to like, but he has two years left on his contract with no remaining guarantee money. And could they possibly look to go up to number three? Maybe they include A.J. Green in that deal. So, Jeff Fans, you're telling me that you wouldn't want A.J. Green and pick 11 and maybe something else? I sure would. Because remember what the point is. Surrounding Sam Darnold with as much talent as possible. You give him A.J. Green, Le'Veon Bell, Robbie Anderson, Quincy Anunua, Jamison Crowder. Let's roll, baby. Let's roll. And I didn't even include who they draft to pick 11, which at that point is either going to be one of the defensive players remaining or an offensive lineman. That's how you start building a team. And that's how you start building a team that could actually win now while building for the future. So I just threw out a bunch of scenarios. So don't tell me that the Jets need to stay at three and they need to make that pick. They don't. If there are options out there, you explore them. And I think any trade that I just mentioned is worth doing. We're not guaranteed a stud at number three, guys. We thought we were with Vernon Golston, remember? We thought we acquired the best defensive player in Leonard Williams when we were able to draft him. He's been good, but he hasn't been great. So let's pump the brakes on this Josh Allen as a stud, and he might be, and if they draft him, I sure hope he is. But let's pump the brakes, guys, and let's look at the bigger picture. And what would be better for this team? And moving back in any of the situations that I just talked about would make them better now and for the future. That's going to wrap it up. Hopefully a trade didn't happen while I was recording this. And shortly after I get this out to everybody, enjoy the draft. I will probably come back on and do another episode, another Just Jets episode after the draft is complete. I will also have a complete episode of the first round. I'll have that out on Friday. And then I'll have a complete draft recap um, sometime over the weekend as well. So thanks for listening. Enjoy the draft. J-E-T-S. Let's go Jets.